Soccer OG. Hey, that's me, Max Bretos. This is a very special episode from 2022 MLS All-Star. I am actually joining you right now. You can't see me. I'm sure you'd like to see me. Joining you from midfield here at Allianz Field for the MLS All-Star. I'm actually gonna be working on the All-Star Skills Challenge tomorrow, which is really the best part of the All-Star Weekend because the, the players have the most fun. And we'll also be here for the All-Star Game on Wednesday. I'll also be calling the MLS Next All-Star Game. I'm having a very busy day in beautiful Minnesota and it is glorious. It's a wonderful temperature, obviously. So it's joining you here November through February. The dynamic would be a little different, but I'm not, although I'd welcome that. Sometimes you need a nice shot of cold weather. But I'm here, there's a lot of folks, and I'm gonna catch up with them. So we don't have anything really set, but I'm gonna be going to some of the parties, I'm gonna go to some of the functions, I'll be here at the All-Star Game and All-Star Skills Challenge, and we will chat with a wide variety of people so you get a better idea of this big showpiece event. It's a lot of fun. I'm also trying to do some networking, because as you may know, MLS is taking over the broadcast next year, so I gotta do some schmoozing so that I can be gainfully employed in 2023, which I will be. And uh, we'll continue to work with LAFC, which has uh, been a wonderful uh, partnership and just a labor of love. It's all love. And obviously covering that team right now is insane. Do you see that Gareth Bale goal? As always, a reminder to rate, review, download, subscribe, and tell a friend. To make sure that you are completely locked in with the number one up-and-coming soccer podcast in the land, whatever land that is. This uh, stadium in St. Paul, Minnesota, it's the third time I've been here. This is what it's all about. You know, I'm loyal to that in Bank of California Stadium, but this has a Bank of California Stadium feel to it. Uh, human scale, 2023, 20, 24,000 seats. It's actually less than that. It's a little under 20,000, I believe. Got a roof on top to keep all the noise in. Centrally located in between the Twin Cities where everyone can access it. And this is a club with ambition, one of many success stories. As we've always said about MLS, you know, people like to poke fun of it without even watching it. But, I mean, if you like good defensive football, then you could watch Everton-Chelsea, but that was uh, hard to watch. But I think there were a record amount of goals in Major League Soccer this weekend. I want to say 57, which blew out for a day, which blew away the old record. So uh, we'll let us indulge into some Major League Soccer. We'll talk a little bit as well, maybe ahead in my stoppage time, although everything's very loose here, about the Americans in Europe. I've never seen anything like this with the amount of players overseas in England, in the English Championship, playing in Germany, playing in Holland, playing in Portugal, playing in Scotland. And now we're gonna have Spain and Italy start next week. Uh, we heard Mikel Ariola, the president of the Liga MX during the League's Cup, during the half of the first game with Hercules and Sevi and Mauricio talking about how he feels like they're losing some track with regards to Liga MX not being able to send enough Mexican players overseas. He said the number was like 35 compared to, what, 120 American players. So this relationship, too, is part of very interesting, and I, I'm looking to get more uh, guests from the Liga MX perspective because I think this is a shared space and we're trying to grow together. So have a great time. I'm sending all the love from Minnesota. Rate, review, subscribe. Check out the Soccer OG on YouTube. I got a new video up there about what the American players were able to do in Europe this weekend. Some great stories, obviously, with Brendan Aronson and Jordan Peefock and Tim Ream. 
So we'll continue to talk about that. We are live, or you're not listening to it live. I am live in Minnesota, Allianz Field, for the All-Star Wednesday, the All-Star Skills Challenge. And we're gonna have a real fun show. And hopefully you get a little wiser, maybe watch a little more Major League Soccer. Let's go. Again, you can't see me, but as I told you, what are you laughing at? What are you laughing? You can't see, but I can assure you, I am on the field here at Allianz Field. Uh, the sun is now swept behind in uh, glorious St. Paul, I'm told. We're here for the MLS All-Star Skills Challenge. Uh, honored to be part of MLS, and even more honored to uh, be working with Susanna Collins, uh, my rock in these moments. Again, stop laughing. <laughs> if I'm your rock, you're in big trouble. <laughs> I'm looking at you. I'm looking at you for guidance. I know, I know. You know what? This has been, um, this is my, I can't my sixth MLS All-Star. Can you rattle so... off the cities? Okay. First one was San Jose, Chicago, Atlanta, Orlando. No. It's COVID. COVID. COVID, COVID. COVID, COVID. Los Angeles. And now. Brilliant. Paul. What was before San Jose? Let's play this silly game. I'm going to say... I think it was Denver. It, or was it Portland? No, no that was MLS Cup. There was a Portland, but I think it might they played Denver. Bayern. But there is a Colorado one, and yes. then there is missing one. Philadelphia? There's that one sounds right. That sounds right. <laughs> before my time. This is what you're calling uh, before, geeking before out on MLS also games. really, I know. We're two of like eight people that can do I this. I know, I know. But that's why I'm doing this. I want more people to get excited about these things. It but is exciting. It is. It is. It is. It's going to be fun. And this one, I will say, like, the Twin Cities have been absolutely brilliant um, hosts this week. It's been, like, number one, the Midwest is great. I'm from Chicago. We all know this. <laughs> like, Midwest is best, and the people are amazing and super friendly. Allianz Field, Max, how stunning. I oh, mean, seriously. It's on, and like, it's perfect it, size. It's the perfect size. I just, I cannot wait to see what Skills Challenge looks like. I can't wait to see what the, the game looks like. Minnesota supporters are also just incredible. And I know that they're going to turn up for both of these events. And it's just been, yeah, it's been like it's a, a very like good vibes yeah. week. You I know? have a very difficult question for you. What is your preferred of the Twin Cities? Which is the better well, of the Twin Cities? I feel Cities? like I'm going to... Which I'm, was the better twin? I mean, it's definitely Minneapolis. No, that's the right answer. It's definitely Minneapolis. And I'm sorry to anyone from St. Paul that well, I'm the guy upstairs, truly I, his, offending. His but. name escapes me. He said that the uh, St. Paul was built by, uh, I guess, was it the German immigrants or something? And then their roads are much different. He says, you can tell when you're in St. Paul because yes. the roads are curvy, whereas in Minneapolis, everything is wide and straight. Yes. Very ergonomic. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> we, we like things efficient, you know? I'm a big fan. <laughs> we big, like space. Broad, yeah. <laughs> Midwest. It's one of the things they we have, have to offer. They, they have trams, or what yeah. they have like, uh, what are they called? Not trams. Uh, cable cars. Cable cars. Yeah, I don't know. No, those things freak light me out. Rail. Light rail. Uh, I love a good light rail. Love a good light rail. Who doesn't? <laughs> Who doesn't? I think. Look, this is the second year they did against Liga M Liga MX, and yep. I think that's a. Uh, I think yeah, how do you feel about that? I get it. I think League MX is excited. That's what gets me pumped uh -huh. because remember when these All Star games would happen, you'd get. Juventus and Chelsea, or, yeah. right? And they'd be like, yeah, it's our preseason, we don't care. And I, like I said, we call it the MLS All-Star Game. But I think League MX, we're going to go, we got to take stake claim of this too, but maybe they can help foot the bill. A hundred percent. Well, yeah, I mean, then it could be, you know, the MLS All-Star Game as well as the League MX yeah. Because All-Star game. All Games are American, right? <laughs> Americans it do. It is a very American thing to do an All-Star yeah. 
game for sure. Yeah. But what I noticed last year and the first year that they did it against the Liga MX All Stars was that, um, like Liga MX, like they were. Yeah. Pissed. They were pissed when they lost yeah, that All Star game. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it, they they felt it. And so I feel like there's like a little bit of a, a grudge match here. And so it's great because I think like the developing rivalry between these two leagues is great. We're going to see much more of it as we have with Campeon and his Cup and the the League well, Cup the, showcase. Cup and great. exactly. So I you know it's something that we're going to be seeing more of. But I think both leagues are up for it. And Liga Mejis is like no no no. We we want to like we want to be. The league in North America and MLS is You're, kind of like knocking at the door, like no, 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 no. We're still here. We're here. Well, We're here. The league's cup. There, uh, the, the Mikel Ariola president came on. He goes, look, we got to do something about this because more big name players are going to MLS. Mm -hmm. uh, more young American players are going to Europe. He said it was like 120 to 35, which is a stunning yeah. number. I don't know if it's accurate, but it is. It's around three to one. It's a lot. It's a lot. So, uh, by the way, you're, you're nerding out big time on this, and I know, it's I'm uh, sorry. no, but it's great because I think we could lean into your expertise because you know. You're skilled labor in this sense like some people are carpenters some people i've been around <laughs> some, some people clean pools some people are lawyers and some people uh, know about the, know about the intricacies the, the of the mls all-star but this is what i was going to tell you you mentioned how they were they were pissed when they lost uh when they had the all-star challenge mm -hmm. and it was cabecita rodriguez hits the sudden death crossbar to win it and they went bananas bananas, bananas. and i was sitting bananas. there and i was like getting uncomfortable going, i know. wait a minute I know. Bring it down a notch. I know. And then I thought, would you ever see Juventus? They would never agree to it. Oh, uh, no. And the, and we do not do All-Star. No, this is all a terrible star. Italian. No. This is a typical European. We don't know. No, no, All-Star. No, no, no. That's good. No. no. Yeah. Would you, sir, can we interest you in a, a crossbar challenge? Eh, allora, no. Que cosa fai? No, no. Absolutely not. And and there, I, I think that, you know, obviously when you get a team like Juventus or Arsenal or some of the other big, big clubs that they've played against in the, the MLS All-Star game, yeah, they're sexy names, you know? But I think for what we're trying to build here and like, especially ahead of 2026 and soccer in North America, it's a perfect, I, I love this matchup. I think it's I think it's a brilliant formula and I think it's only going to get more intense and it's important. It's important. It's a great way to focus on these two leagues as we look ahead to 2026 and the growth of soccer in North America. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm here for it, as I'm not, we say. I'm not, I'm not gonna ask how old are you, but I know I'm well, well older than you. But do you think, and I'll be dead and buried well, well before you will. <laughs> you don't know, do you, you never think, say never. Do you think MLS will be a, uh, a, a top sport in the United States? Like up with, let's say mm -hmm. baseball and basketball. Mm -hmm. We're not touching the NFL. No. But close in our lifetime. Absolutely, I do. 10 years, five yeah, years? I think, I think I'm going to say 10 years. I think it's getting closer. I mean, I, people are it's noticing. It's definitely getting closer. And the, you see it in the younger generations. You see it in the MLS fans, right? Like we've got a ton of young fans and those are the people that in 10 years are going to be buying tickets and then they're going to have kids. And then this is how it, this is how it starts, right? Yeah. I can, I can see it absolutely overtaking certainly baseball. I mean, NBA, NBA is such a great product right now. And, yeah. and as, as you said, there's, 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 there's struggles. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But I really think that just the popularity of the sport in itself and because it is a younger uh, audience it's it's on its way up it's only only upwards because we're all Max. invested in this is it this, uh, i need it to be because so i can still sit like stay employed because yeah. that would be nice. right well you should you should reap the benefits <laughs> of MLS because we've all we've right? listen we've uh we've uh 
we've put our all our eggs in this basket, right? Kind, yeah, we kind of have. I, I'm like, much. I can't, I can't shift and like turn around and no. say, hey, let's say League MX or NBA. Hey, what can I do? No. I'm gonna start on the bottom rung. I can't. No, no. So no, it's MLS's ready. obligation it to figure it out. This is, this is it for me. <laughs> this is my one shot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're screwed. Come on, MLS. Come oh, on. oh, I lost my train. Oh, this is, I was listening. To, so I listen to Sirius XM yes. every morning, and then they have Darren Bent's Boot Room on Talk Sports. So yes. it's an English-based uh -huh. show. I swear, first two minutes, he's like, oh, you see that, Gareth? It's a terrible Darren Bent. It's not just Darren Bent. It's mm -hmm. several English guys. Oh, that's uh, the class of the MLS defending. Not quite. You see that, Gareth Bale? Go. They're going about Gareth Bale. And then they start talking another two minutes about Wayne Rooney. And then they talk another two minutes about... Yeah. Uh, whoever uh, DC United signed, Christian Benteke. Mm -hmm. And they go, Crystal Palace. And I was like, you started the show and you mentioned MLS three times mm -hmm. in their opening segment. Yeah. And I was like, I almost had to pull the car over. So I think that's it. I mean, if people don't do it, and by the way, the Apple deal, oh, yeah. which is like, we don't know. It's, yeah, we don't know what it looks like. But one thing we've been told <laughs> like is that it's gonna be on every Apple product. Everyone has an iPhone yep. or an iWatch. My iWatches are catching on. I would never wear one. I have one. I never wear it. And I think that's weird. You people know, are, like, every yeah. time I ask people, I got it they Christmas look at their watch and, and they go, dee, 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 dee. my thing is that like, I don't need another thing like buzzing at me yes. or telling me what I need to be doing. So yes. that's, that's more of a personal choice. But you could, choice. Watch, you could, watch, <laughs> but I could watch it on my watch if I so chose to. And but yeah, it doesn't matter where you are in the world. Like, if you, you have Apple watch. TV yes. subscription, you could be yep. in Ghana yeah. or Uruguay. I love always listing off countries what like I'm trying or the Faroe Islands wow. you can turn it on and watch FC Cincinnati Heck take yes. on uh, Inter Miami absolutely at your beck and call I know I mean and that the accessibility is is huge and the visibility is huge and also I mean what a sexy partnership right like very Apple. sexy it's super sexy like Apple you know what's is sexy about a, Apple a recognizable brand what else what, what's sexy about it that they have bottomless pockets well we also like that. We also I like we're big fans. I like a good I like a good sugar daddy for me we're in the big broadcast terms. In broadcast terms. For term. sure. But yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, it's exciting. I mean, I just don't know what it's going to look like. It's different. We know it's like, as, a, as someone who's a local broadcaster, you've got to maintain yeah, there's those questions. things. I just don't know how. But there's I'm questions. sure there's... I think that, I mean, I know that, you know, what what they want to do with Apple is very ambitious. And they're going to need, they're going to need people who know the league, who know these teams. I you know, What do you know, Susanna? I don't know anything. I know. People are literally like, I can't tell you. My phone has been exploding. And I'm like, I know nothing. I'm so sorry. Like, I wish I could tell you something. I know nothing, but I do know that they but do value. But if you value. did know something, they would say, don't tell anybody. Exactly. So even if you do know something yeah. now, which I believe you don't. I actually don't. You would probably say, I don't know. I anything. know, I know. And then I'd pull you I might know like, something. I might know something. I might know something and sworn to secrecy, no, and I'm yeah. not telling you. Exactly. You might. You very well might. You very so, well might. this was the big discussion at this yeah. MLS All-Star. Yes. Well, it's no <laughs> What's surprise. Going on? It's no surprise. Yeah. It's no surprise. But MLS... Um, they need people that know the league. They they need people that care about the league. And you know, people like you, the guys who are on the local broadcast, who are super invested, like that is what's going to resonate with with people, and especially new audiences yeah. that are going to be introduced to this league for the first time. Yeah, and they'll say, "Wow, this is pretty cool." And I go, yeah, "I told you so." Of course, exactly. And they're like, "Dang, wait, how many goals did they, we had? Like sixty goals on Saturday night?" And it beat the record by like. 12. I mean, so, like, if, if is that you are a, not it, having fun watching MLS, like, you're doing something wrong. Let me you're ask you about wrong. that. People would, like, spin it. The uh, the the opponents of MLS would go, oh, wait a minute, uh, defending's not up to snuff. And I'm like, 
You okay. can't win. Sure, no, you can't win. And, and you know, there's always gonna be haters that say that. But if you look at the quality of many of those goals that were scored, They're, oh my goodness. Like, what's beautiful. wrong with goals? What is wrong? Goals are phenomenal. I mean, They're sometimes we have one goal, That's like five games about. go. Who wants that? That's what we talk about. Goals are big. Goals are big. You're supposed to score. Goals are great. Goals, goals are, are good. Great. Maybe we should. Hey, if you're a kid out there, be an attacker. Defend. I mean, obviously, be a defender. There's a lot of money. Right. Uh, but is there defending in the NBA? No. No, it's three-point shooting exactly. until your your, your exactly. eyeballs pop out. Exactly. Exactly. Susanna, you should be you should be the heir apparent for Don Garber. <laughs> Kamish. Kind of Kamish nice, Collins. Right. I mean, I'm not saying. I you think that's, it, but maybe. I, that's a great thing. That's what I'm going to tell people. How much scores in the NBA? I saw this comedian too, and it was it was funny because he goes, people always crack. I forgot his name. I don't want to steal his joke here, but it wasn't my original thought. He goes, people always give grief about soccer, mm -hmm. about the lack of scoring. And they go, the NFL scoring. He goes, you are aware it's the same amount of scoring. It's When they give you say, seven points, mm -hmm. it's one score. It's one score. One score. So if a game ends 14-7, that's 2-1. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, just break it down. Break it down. Break it down. Oh. Break it down, people. I know. I know. What's going on with the call up? Uh, <gasps> my, you had my favorite moment of oh, any gosh. podcast where you and oh. Matt Doyle were singing show <laughs> tunes. I, I literally had to pull my car over. I told you this story where you guys That's singing amazing. Phantom of the Opera song. Oh, wait a minute. Some of our crew, Nate, who's got a really bad sunburn. He does. He's very he does. red. He's all burnt. Look He's this. super red. Oh, bless his heart. We're in the we're in the walkway at Allianz Field where they have the rock, we're and everyone's in it. coming out. They have we a beautiful blue it. carpet. I wish I should have a visual component, but I just wasn't quite ready. That's right. You're, 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 we're the, setting the stage. The call up is. It's great. It's it's going really well. We're having such a fun season. Um, we've gotten to do a few road shows this year, which has been great. We got to L.A. for the first El Trafico. Yes. We got to go to South by Southwest in Austin and do a sit down with Claudio Reyna. Like it was amazing. And then yesterday at the Media Marketing Day for MLS All Star, we did a two and a half hour live show, and we talked to eleven All Stars and Adrian Heath, and literally nonstop talking for two and a half hours. And we just had some brilliant, brilliant moments with these guys, like Walker Zimmerman crashing the set, sneaking up behind Jordan Morris and scaring the crap out of him. I mean, it was great. Like, I tune in to see that. Now. Yeah, and it's re so it was really fun. So yeah, we've been having a blast. It's going really well. And uh, yeah, just hopefully more good things to come. Well, you are good things. I hope so. By the way, speaking for two and a half hours, and that sounds like <laughs> painful, but for people like us, it's like, we go, where do I sign up? Where do I sign up? Just wait. <laughs> just let me, you're going to let me talk? You're just going to let me keep going? Okay. That's what they said here. They go, we need you to pay. Cool. I go, this is my sweet spot. And we're like, and this is where I shine. I got to say, this is what I, and I don't know if we're going to, I'm going to let you yeah. in on a secret. Okay. But if they say you have a couple minutes, my what? idea oh, here, yeah. what? What are I'm we? going to the Wonderwall in Minnesota, <gasps> and I have the lyrics for Wonderwall, and I'm going to start singing it to see if they follow. Back to you. I have a, you can, you can jump in on this? Should have somehow <laughs> I, I wrote down the lyrics. Are you kidding? I don't even need them written down. And all the roads we have to walk are winding. And all the lights that lead us there are blinding. What are you doing in English accent? Plenty things that I would like to say to you, but I don't know how. Because maybe. Do you think it right? could go over well. I, they have I to mean, jump in. If they don't, then I'm going to cut thing. it. I know. But I don't know if the entire wonder wall's there. But if they get into it... I'll jump in there with all you. All right, good. I'll make them do it. So if, if after the fact, because I'm publishing this after the All-Star Game, but you see you. the skills competition, you hear people saying Wonderwall. That that's is the one Max, thing I want to do. That's all Max Bredos. Yes. And I'll say I'm wearing purple for uh, 
Prince. I, I, this, this is incredible. And you're so, in Chicago Bears. I know, yeah. I know. I didn't really think this through, but it's a whole like 70s vibe that I'm rocking tonight. No, you are. And it's you, Adidas. It's on brand. Good. So, you know, MLS partner. We right. got a... We got, a, we got a busy day. Let's not screw it up so we Let's can do this again next year in uh, up, your favorite city in America, Washington, D.C. <laughs> Our nation's capital. Be back at the soccer. Susanna Collins, <laughs> the one and only. Follow her and listen to the call up. Oh, You'll hear more people singing at the drop of a hat like we just did. That's how we roll. Back here on the Soccer OG, and uh, a big thank you to Major League Soccer who have uh, put me in a great position here this week at the MLS All-Star, being involved with the Skills Challenge. We did a report from there. We'll, we'll talk to you from the All-Star game later tonight. But also included, I got to visit Blaine, Minnesota for the first time. And I had a wonderful travel guide. And Blaine, Minnesota is where they had the MLS Next All-Star game, which is the most exciting thing, in my estimation, with American soccer because we're getting to see the stars of tomorrow we argue each other on twitter going oh did you see this guy no this guy's better have you seen this guy playing over here he's 18 he's got all the skills and then everyone gets excited and they retweet and they like it and you're like oh wow i remember why i heard that so we all we all want to be that guy right we all want to be that guy so this game we got to see some and i got the i believe this is a, we've called some games before no we jamie watson joining me here who is a minnesota player this is a this is home for you you know in nashville working for nashville sc but Minnesota was for, for you, and we got to work together. Yeah, it was it was so exciting. I, I don't believe you. you. Working <laughs> with you, Max, is the most entertaining edge of your seat because uh, you make the play on the field so exciting. Uh, you do a great job calling that, but more importantly, uh, I just I just don't know what the next thing that's going to come out of your mouth is, <laughs> and I'm on the edge of my seat as a listener as well. So it was some uh, people an absolute say that's pleasure. A, that's a, an issue with my broadcasting. No, see that's that's the beauty, right? It's the uh, it's the fine line of crazy and genius, and you, my friend, tell it better than anybody. It was uh, it was an absolute treat. We had a great game. Um, it got started early with a goal uh, six minutes in from Cruz Medina, who. Got all the plaudits from Brian McBride as the uh, the but game everyone unfolded. Everyone was here tuning. Yeah. I, 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 this was has a plethora come a long of way, but everyone's tuning in because they all want to see this because this is this is an exciting development and you and this is a new thing for MLS as they've kind of spearheaded the development of these players. You know, and it, it was it was received with some pushback because there was a way that we did it and the DA was certainly uh, a part of that, but it's a different perspective, but. Let's, we got to be honest, MLS is the umbrella here for, there's a lot of parts to our sport, but the MLS is that umbrella we fit it underneath, and it's a, I want to say like one-stop shopping, but it's the eyes of the world kind of go, wait, if you're talking about American or North American soccer, you look at MLS. Yeah, and the pathway to pro is, has never been clearer uh, than what we saw today, and the, the pre professionalism of this put on by Major League Soccer and MLS Next uh, was second to none. That was something spectacular to see, and you know, I look at uh, this group and, and this game, I thought the players, uh, there was a big shift. Most players got 45 minutes, a few got more, a couple got less, uh, coming back from injuries and whatnot. But we left it to the very end, and, and the East were able to come back and get a couple of goals, and it was really, really enjoyable. And I think there's a couple players that, whether there was big, there were scouts here from MLS teams and collegiate scouts as well in attendance, but this game was streamed, so you could watch this from anywhere in the world. And I think there's a lot of people that improve their stock today and maybe turn some heads and some futures and the trajectory of those futures might have been altered for the better because of the performance today. So that's really cool to be able to kind of see that unfold. That's a big deal what yeah. you just said. 
That's a big deal because even in the 90 minute session, people are watching, they go, this is illuminated and the kids know it. The kids know this is a big opportunity. They're having fun. By the way, it was an exhausting pace. Yeah. Again, but it was, Back a, they were getting after it. Yeah. This isn't, this isn't a glorified kind of friendly game. This is something where you, it, it feels so much more. I mean, it was played in good spirit. These guys all know each other. They're good friends. But you, you saw that intensity, and they entertained us. They left it out there, which I we, we certainly appreciate because it was it was fun to watch. And the, the technical skills, I mean, this has come a long way. Yeah, it really the, has. These guys are specialists at what they do. They've got a great touch. They're obviously good athletes. and The level always, is so high here, man. Uh, that's what blew me away. What's the difference from, say, 10 years ago, 20 years ago? I, I think the IQ I mean, you're of the players. Old, so we don't know. Uh, about 20. We're only right. I, I've had that 23rd birthday now 13 <laughs> times. Uh, it's been great. It's really fun. Uh, you'll you'll invite it to the next 23rd birthday party of mine. Um, it's like Groundhog Day. Yeah, right? <laughs> Uh, the reality is, is there's so much soccer for these players to be able to consume daily. I remember when I grew up, the only game I could get on TV was Sunday, growing up in Dallas. You get Sunday on Univision, you'd watch a game from Liga MX. Yeah. And that was the game that was on. You know what my dad would say to me about that? Because he, he, he goes... He'd always watch me play, and he wasn't a sport fan. He goes, why is it always Pachuca Necaxa? <laughs> always. <laughs> I always got, I got Pumas and Atlas. So, and, I, and, I, and I grew it's up in Pachuca Dallas. Pachuca Necaxa again. Yeah. I, I ended up here. I learned more from that because I would watch these players. And, you know, admittedly, it was, it's a different game the way that League MX plays versus Major League Soccer. But it, it sort of broadened my horizons. Now, anybody can turn on a TV. You can get a game that is from... Major League Soccer, while also then flipping the channel, getting a Liga MX game, you're then now watching the Bundesliga if you like. Now you're able to go and you're able to flip around any country, virtually anywhere in the world. Now through a couple of clicks on a computer or a couple of taps on your remote, you can stream and find a game anywhere in the world. And so these players are now growing up with a world where they don't know a life without being able to watch one, two, three games a day if they want. That makes a huge difference. Absolutely, because now they see it differently. They see their best players, uh, the best players in the world playing at a, at a professional level, but and they, they understand their, it now. They're saying, well, I, I can do that. I or they could, put themselves that in that situation. Be. What would I have done there? Would I have looked over my shoulder? And then they're at training later that night at one of these academies, and they're looking over their shoulder, and it works, and the play comes off because of it. Or they see the little things, little nuances that you get from watching and just consuming so much soccer. So you ask what the difference is between 10 and 20 years ago. It's the fact that these players now can consume an unlimited amount of soccer and they're able to do so in a way in which they can then translate it to their game, their understanding of the game, and the development is now light years ahead of where it is simply because you can eat, breathe, and just consume soccer at a pace that you can't even keep up with if you wanted to. And they can dream big. Yeah. They can say, that could be me because they're seeing these, these great games. But they, and it's not an isolated incident. We saw Christian Pulisic. We all saw the weekend, the Premier League opening weekend. You had Leeds United, two Americans. Yep. Uh, Brennan Aronson, many would say was the man of the match. Yes. We would say he scored the game winner even though it was an own goal. Tyler Adams was a big part of that as well and he got a lot of plaudits. Then you have Fulham, Anthony Robinson. Granted, not a guy who grew up in the United States but represents the U.S. Uh, and, you know, it, that's a, a badge of courage for him. But also Tim Ream, who's 35 years old and captaining Fulham against Liverpool. So well, Matt Turner's like just one, signed two, three, Matt with Turner. Arsenal. Uh, Zach Steffens at City. 
Austin Trusty. Well, he's on loan, but yeah, middle Austin Trusty gives to Arsenal. It's like, okay, is this is just like some glamour kind of move to so they can maybe get into the American market. Now he's like being heralded at Birmingham City on loan. So it's like you lose digits. Yeah. No, and, and that's a great sign. See that go? That could be me. Yes. And and again, you start to now draw back to let's let's go to that's that's the top of the staircase, right? You got to take steps to get there. Well, you get in the academy. You make the academy team in your area. There's 140 academies across the country, and they're playing over 7,000 games a year under the MLS Next umbrella. So you get that. Now you're playing in MLS Next. Then you're trying to make it to MLS Next Pro, and then you're trying to make it to the first team, and then you're trying to realize those dreams. Some will go quicker. Some will take two and three steps up the staircase. Some will take a step or two up, maybe take a step back along the way. And then you got to keep climbing that staircase to ultimately wherever you want to go. It's at the top of the staircase and you just try to take as many steps as needed or sometimes as few steps as possible to be able to get to that top of the staircase. And what MLS Next has done here has made it to where the steps are smaller and closer together. It's not these big bounding leaps that you've got to try to make. No, now it's, it's making it a little bit easier. Yeah. Yep. I'm gonna, we're going to sit down because I have this crappy mic and we're in a uh, uh, the broadcast booth in Blaine, which I can, I can, I'm very proud that I can say that now. But we, I want to sit down and we can have a proper conversation because this is really interesting. The other thing that stood out to me that we talked on the broadcast was Cruz Medina, yes. whose dad's here. So there is something that was said, David Goss, who was a sideline reporter because it's an incredible story, is that he grew up and he's young enough where he idolized his dad, he idolized being an MLS player. Because yeah. he grew up seeing San Jose Earthquakes go, ah, this is what I, I want to be that. I want to be, I, I, I grew up watching the Earthquakes, I want to be an Earthquakes player. Now he's in the academy. I mean, he's a real talent. He could be Absolutely. playing in Europe or something. But the fact that you have that connection from a young league that now is a destination, the same way a kid in Spain says, I want to play at Real Madrid, or a kid in England says, I want to play at Manchester United. This is the American dream and MLS is part of it, which, uh, I mean, look, I've been covering this league a long time, but it just warms my heart. Well, you are the soccer OG, so you're right. You've seen the evolution of Major <laughs> League Soccer. old geezer. No, no, you've seen it firsthand, maybe more so than a lot of other people. But I look at my my two oldest boys uh, who play soccer now. So Cade's about to turn seven. Uh, Jameson is about five and a half. And there's you season. had your firstborn at 16? Yeah, okay, great callback, by the way, for me. That was actually really good. <laughs> really, really good. Um, yeah. And... Uh, they're season ticket holders to Nashville SC, right? So Boom. now they're watching games, and they're and they go, players. They go now play in their their rec leagues, and the middle one, Jamison, his favorite player, Honey Mukhtar, right? So he, now he scores a goal, and he's running over, and he's doing the Honey Mukhtar salute, and you're That's starting awesome. to see art awesome. imitating life, right? And it, and it comes full circle in the sense that on a Saturday night, they're watching their favorite players at this beautiful Geodis Park of Cathedral of a soccer-specific stadium in the heart of downtown Nashville. And, and then he goes to play his game Sunday morning, and he's like, I want to do what I saw my favorite player do last night. That's, That's ingrained. That's Ronaldo. It's Honey Mukhtar. That's ingrained. His first memories will be made in a soccer-specific stadium, watching his favorite MLS team and then doing it on the soccer field. And then one day, who knows, maybe it comes full circle for him, and him, Jameson or Cade, is playing for one of the teams. Or my daughter, Graylin, maybe she's playing for an NWSL team. You know, and they, they forge these memories so early on. You look at it and you start to go, when we have so much wonderful, high talent, high caliber players and teams in front of us, that's all, that's the life that they know. And now, oh, does it ever get to that chance where they get to be a part of it? 
Only time will tell. Well, we'll talk a little bit more about it. Yes. But it, it will, I'm, I'm going to put a bow on it because we're, we're all very you got a lot of great people. There's going to be a lot of fun things. What's been your favorite part of this week, though? I think it's this. I'm calling this with you. You probably said that to every single person you've talked to. Uh, well, the Honey Mukhtar... The, <laughs> we'll find out in this podcast. We haven't seen the All-Star game, but the Honey Mukhtar hitting the crossbar and seeing the MLS All-Stars celebrate, because I remember watching the Liga MX All-Stars celebrate the skills competition a year ago, and it kind of hit me hard, and I was glad to see MLS. I know it's a skills competition. Who cares? Uh, it's just been... I, I love being busy. I wanted to go to these breweries. I'll tell you what my highlight is. Okay. I had no idea, the Twin Cities that there is so much heat between Minneapolis and St. Paul. Is this accurate? Or have I been told a story that there is heat, Minneapolis, they're the Twin Cities, but they're like arguing twi twins, right? Yeah, it's 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 a pride, right? If you're a St. Paul person, <laughs> you, you prefer Grand Avenue and you like being able to go out and, and catch a game at CHS Field and watch <laughs> the St. Paul Saints. If you're a Minneapolis person, you know, you wouldn't necessarily um, dare dream going that far east. Uh, you'd want to be downtown, <laughs> you know, in Hennepin Avenue, and you'd want to be down at First Avenue, you know, catching a concert there. So um, it's like in, in the saying, Minnesota nice, right? You can, you, they'll say, yeah, St. Paul's okay if you're, a Minis if you're a Minneapolis person. Uh, I don't know if they really mean it, but they'll say it. And vice versa, if you're a St. Paul person, you'll be like, oh, hey, that's a, that's a, that's a nice farmer's market you've got there, but they're really thinking our farmer's market is better in St. Paul. So Who's got the better farmer's market? I was an East Side guy, so I'll, I'll say St. Paul. I spent a lot of Saturday mornings yeah, browsing through there. So they're both great. It's a wonderful place. Uh, it's been a very warm reception from the state of Minnesota. Great to be back in a place that was home for so long where my two oldest were born and uh, a very special place where I ended my playing career, started my broadcasting career. And uh, to get to share with you, buddy, it's my a dream man, come true. Man. And I've really enjoyed it, too. I want to spend more time in, in Minnesota. It's just been a lot of fun. And I will. You say that in August. And I also let's know, see if you want to spend time know, in January. That is where we're thickening up your skin as a Cali I, guy. I also know there's a, a Miami now Cali guy. Do you think you could survive January in Minnesota? No. <laughs> I'm getting waved out. I'm getting waved out here by uh, Al Rate, who uh, is uh, control systems extraordinaire. And uh, we're gonna go to the Chipotle at Blaine because we just found out there is one. So <laughs> we'll leave it there. Much more here on the Soccer RG. Jamie Watson, everybody, check him out with Nashville SC. Uh, we'll have a little bit more after this. Joining you from midfield here at Allianz Field in uh, St. Paul, Minnesota. MLS All-Star game just concluded. MLS All-Stars beating the Liga MX All-Stars 2-1. to one. I was going to try and get some more guests, but I'm tired. It's been a long three days. I want to thank Susanna Collins. I was We were shoulder to shoulder this entire trip. Pretty amazing stuff. 20,000 fans in here. I was sitting behind the Liga MX all-stars they were into it the coaches were into it they were riding the fourth official the players were screaming and yelling the the mexican crowd was into it or at least the crowd that was supporting league mx uh, this is a good deal i don't know if it's got much staying power because actually commissioner don garber i was hoping to talk to did say at halftime on the espn broadcast that because of the league's cup they probably don't need another competition Pitting League MX versus MLS. But uh, going back to East versus West or going back to a European tourist certainly would feel anticlimactic. This is something that's uh, pretty unique. I enjoyed this experience. All-star games are always very, very tricky in the long run. 
but we shall see. Hey, Carlos, Carlos Gill, what's going on? Did you do Vela, 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 No, that wasn't me, that wasn't. Uh. <laughs> Just saw Carlos Gill. Carlos Gill, very good looking player. Very good, very handsome man. But, um, so Don Garber said that, so if he says that, there's a good chance that it's not coming back. I think League MX should host the game. I think they should have it in Mexico. What a great chance to brand out MLS and play in Mexico and be in Mexico and have their players do publicity in Mexico, have um, American and Canadian visitors in Mexico. It'd be pretty cool. It'd be something, but we don't know. The League's Cup's going to be very cool. Do you still have an all-star game? I mean, they shoehorned this thing in here. There's games on Saturday. There's games coming up this weekend. So these all-stars are getting on a plane tonight. They're going back to their clubs. And they're going to get ready for a game on the weekend. I'm really punchy. I need some sleep. I haven't even eaten that well. But Minnesota, great host city. Good people here. And... Uh, it gives us a lot to talk about. Everyone's talking about what players should possibly do after uh, we enter the World Cup. I mean, everyone's saying, hey, let's get Darlington Nagby in the U.S. national team. Let's get Carlos Vela and Chicharito with the, the Mexican national team. Just because of what they did here. It doesn't work that way. But it gets us talking, right? It gets us talking. So a lot to absorb here. I'll be heading back. I got LAFC and Charlotte FC this weekend. And then we'll we'll take it from there. I'm gonna go up, I think, to the brew hall. The brew hall is world famous, got so many taps. Maybe get in there and, and have a frosty cold one. I think it's the least I could do. And then I'll be taken off. So I hope you enjoyed it. Trying to just give you a little taste. It was a very special week for me of what I was able to do. I was very busy, and I wanted to show you what's what. So there we have it. Folks leaving here, and now we wait. I wait for what this Apple TV thing is going to do. And we wait for what happens between these two leagues moving forward. Saw Mikel Adiola. I did say hello to him. What a lovely man, the president of League MX. And I hear that, that big speech where he's talking about how the investment from MLS, it was like $600 million, whereas Mexican owners, nowhere near that kind of investment. So, I mean, the ball's in Liga MX's court. MLS is, is not on the same level yet. They're closer to the gap. The CONCACAF Champions League field from the Liga MX teams is not all that strong. So there's a huge opportunity here. This is the Soccer OG Podcast. Rate, review, download, subscribe, and tell a friend. We'll be back again next week from the comforts of my studio at home. We are also going to start debuting my top five American players from the weekend. The reigning winner of that this past week, Brendan Aronson. Narrowly over Tim Ream. So we've got a lot of good stuff coming your way. Appreciate your support. It's a Wednesday, but as I always like to do when I sign off here, Plaza Domingo.